Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? It's your homegirl, Complex Angel, and welcome back to another episode of Self Love Is My Rehab, where we are all tired of abuse being our addiction. I'm about to get my partner in crime, DC, on the line so we can start the show. So please tune in and love yourself. Yo, yo, DC, what's going on? What's up, India Ari? How you living? It's my birthday, motherfucker. <laughs> Happy birthday, nigga. I was just about to say that. Everybody out there, please wish my co-host, DC, a happy birthday. I don't know if he's going to say his age tonight, but happy birthday. Well, uh, let's just say I turned uh, 16 twice. We'll just put it that way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> we, we In numerology, he's five. Yep. If, you, if you did that math, uh, it's all that shit. Mm-hmm. Turned 16 yep. twice. <laughs> <laughs> So, what's been the vibe of the week for you, man? Um, approaching the age of thirty-two, man. Um, nice. it's a, it's another year. You know what I'm saying? Um, another year getting older, but you know what I'm saying at the same time, uh, another year of maturing and you know becoming more wiser, um, um, responsibly. You know, kind of implementing some health into my body, making me feel younger you know, type of thing, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's it's one of those reality checks, man. It's just, you know, just letting you know that, you know, you're not getting any younger. So it's like, you know, treat yourself with better care, better self-love, and, you know, everything so forth. Um, really, really nourishing your body and spirit, you know what I'm saying? Um, ridding all the toxins and everything like that, you know what I'm saying? So, I've been I've been uh I've been dreading hitting thirty two, I ain't gonna lie to you, because, I mean it's just the reality of, you know, the numbers go up, they don't go down. You know what I'm saying? So we all yeah, get scared yeah. about the whole of getting older and you know, everything that falls in line with being old, you know what I'm saying? Achy bones and, you know, tied muscles, <laughs> bent over back and all that good shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I I didn't I didn't I didn't necessarily have all of that, you know what I'm saying? It was just more so of, you know, just appreciating the fact that I was able to be able to, you know, um, celebrate a birthday while being alive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that was just the most, um, the most part that I took out of the the whole appreciation thing. But uh, yeah, other than that, you know, that was it. You know, just like I said, you know, just being able to, just being able to live and say I made it to 32. You know what I'm saying? And just praying that I can, you know, say this next year and the year after and so forth. You know. Mm-hmm. That part, that part. Okay, all right. Well, let's get started with the show. Um, DC, my hands up tonight, y'all. Y'all seen his video tonight? You know, for the show me the fuck up topic. We are talking about patterns. And mm-hmm. what I, what angle I want to go at this from is like honestly, patterns. I made my own definition for it. I'm talking about it like you know this routine that is second nature to us that, that we get in the habit of, like, you know, where you basically do stuff and you don't even realize you're doing it. And when you try to make a better way, you end up um, pretty much falling back into what you feel comfortable with because trying to change it, it's like I've been doing this for so long, I'm stuck in those ways. And, you know, like basically, like, for example, um, you know, it's second nature to us. We're deeply conditioned to believe this is okay from what we learned from our family members and the people around us. 
So, like, we're going to talk about, like, what coping mechanisms do you repeat? What behavior do you go to towards when you're upset? What thinking patterns do you have in relationships, et cetera? So, all right, first question tonight, DC. What are some reasons people fall into the pattern of doing unhealthy shit to help them cope with pain in life? Mm. I mean, I feel like it's, you know, a part of it is just, you know, what they're used to, you know what I'm saying? It's a a learning pattern that they had growing up, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, I know for me personally, um, the learning pattern that I had for myself um, was really um, just being, you know, really quiet, you know, in the sense, like, you know what I'm saying? Like my, 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 my social, my social was really, you know, really fucked up, you know what I'm saying, growing up, you know what I'm saying? So, like, my pattern of being able to socialize was just not talking at all, you know what I'm saying? Like, other people would have to make an initial, um, um, an initial verbiage, you know, approach before me having Mm -hmm. to say anything. And And that shit still lives up to this day, you know what I'm saying? That's just like with a coworker of mine today, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been, I've been at my new job for probably, like, uh, two and a half going on three years now. And I've been looking at, I've been looking and, you know, briefly saying, you know, hi to this person for about like three months now, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, um, it took, it kind of like in a sense almost took for me to really make that initiative to really say something, you know what I'm saying? Because like, it was always them like saying what up and then like, you know, with no hesitation, I'd be like, yeah, what up, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? And then yes. I was I was there and I would think to myself, I'm like, you know, why why do you constantly allow yourself to be quiet unless, you know, somebody else speaks to you first? So it's like I I turned that shit around um a couple of days ago and you know what I'm saying? Like I just said what up, you know what I'm saying, started a little conversation and before I knew it, me and this nigga got cool as fuck. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like that's like it's almost like in a sense that's all you had to do when you were a little younger mm-hmm. to be able to build up some sort of like, you know, social, you know, foundation, but it was just like, you know, the, the, the things that I went through, you know what I'm saying? That affected my, my social skills, you know, really deprived me from having some sort of courage to be able to talk to people, you know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. um, that fell in line with, um, you know, the, the dissatisfaction that I had from it, you know what I'm saying? With, with um with those with those situations that happened caused my resting face to look mean as shit because I was always mad all the time. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, um, you know, I wake up on a regular basis with a mean ass face. So that didn't help me at all either. You know what I'm saying? Like I would sit up there and look at people and they'll you know, they'll turn their other cheek and walk away and I'd be just like, you know, damn, like everybody just don't really like fucking with me. But it's like if you take the time to look if I take the time to look you know, from the outside in, I'd be like, well, shit, I wouldn't want to talk to you either. You look like you're going to punch me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. But, you know, it's it's a lot of explanation there that, that was never, that could never be explained unless, you know, you know, both parties actually have a discussion, you know, they get real close and, you know, you, you enter their personal life type of shit. But, um, but yeah, definitely a pattern that, that pattern for me was, was hella crazy. You know what I'm saying? It took, it took for me to be 32 to actually, you know, to, you know, get hip with the shit and realize that, you know, sometimes it's okay for you to, you know, to initiate a conversation. And if they don't, they don't fuck with you, then fuck it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's cool. Yeah. 
you know what I'm saying? But I was always worried about, you know what I'm saying, like if I if I was to initiate a conversation, I felt like I would be, you know, bringing too much attention upon myself to the wrong type of character, you know what I'm saying, who was going to be that, that toxic character that I was always reminded of, you know what I'm saying, back then. That part. That part. Okay. Well, listening to you, um, three reasons that I feel like – made me fall into unhealthy doing unhealthy shit was being seen and not heard, um, letting people think for me and pretty much like just just being in a sense of like just like basically wanting to like have control but couldn't. So like, you know, like that 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 fear of rejection. Like, okay, with being seen and not heard, you know, like, as a kid, it was just like, I was a talkative kid because I realized being quiet in the back seat would make people forget that I was back there. Or sometimes, like I told you before, my grandma would go in the house and lock the door and I'd be just banging, like, you forgot I'm back here. But it's like when I would be talking to you, after a while I would get on my grandma's nerves and she'd be like, okay, quiet game for the rest of the ride home. And... You know, after a while, okay, I'm like, I want to play the game. I, I want a prize. But then after a while, you realize, like, okay, this is just a game. Like, like this, this is just a game for you to shut up. But you're not processing, processing <laughs> as a little kid. But I'm looking like, well, how come everybody else is talking? I can't um, fear of rejection because I was that person. Like, when I first started school, I remember I had went up to um, <laughs> one of my friends that I'm friends with now. I've known her since kindergarten. She laughs at this now, but back then she was hanging with these other girls, and I wanted to be their friend, and they told me I was too short. Uh, they, they said, you don't, you don't fit the height requirement to be our friend. And um, the girls, <laughs> no, but we were five. We were five. <laughs> we were, like, in kindergarten. But it hurt me because yeah. I really took that courage to go up there and say hi. But my friend, shout out to Raven, she actually felt bad, and she came back up to me, you know, towards the end of the time when it was time to leave last year and was like, I just want to apologize. I'll be your friend. You know what I'm saying? But that that fear of rejection stood out to me. Like, well, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you don't want to go up to a person and talk to them. You know what I'm saying? And, like, right. you just feel like you got to do this self-sabotaging shit because you feel like it's going to numb your pain and make you feel better in a sense. And letting other people think for me is what caused me to, really fall into the pattern of doing unhealthy shit. Like, I was hanging around people that didn't really have my best interest at heart, and I looked at them like, you know, somebody that I've seen as, like, an older sibling or something like that, and they just basically like, oh, this is how you have to be, you know, like, like you know, basically like, oh, it's a guy. Like, they would tell me certain things that a guy would do, like, oh, a guy, when he comes back around, it's because he misses you. No, it's just because you want to take advantage. But I was really listening to this shit, and, like, I be in, I ended up becoming that person that allowed toxic shit, and it shaped me to be a toxic person, too. So, Damn. I don't know. It's like over time, you know, like, I, I, I try my hardest to be a better person, and I do see a change now, but I still have some ways that I try to change, but I fall back into because it, it's what I know. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay, <laughs> this, this ain't healthy. Right. Like, you know, checking up on people's Facebook just to see if their life is going bad. And it's like, hmm, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's just, it's bad. I, God got to, he still has to work on me. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I know that. <laughs> that, <laughs> that ties into my next question. <sighs> DC, please don't hang up. 
what is your thought process like? <laughs> what is your thought process like when you are happy versus mad? And has someone ever pointed out the pattern of your thought process when you are upset? Whew. All right. Um, I'm going to stick to it. I, I, I promised you I wouldn't hang up. Um, <laughs> my thought process when I'm happy, you know what I'm saying, sky's the limit. You feel me? Um, I feel like I can't do no wrong when I'm happy. When, and you know what I'm saying, and at the same, at, in the same token, you know what I'm saying, that kind of got me in trouble too. You know what I'm saying? If anybody's listening, if y'all listened to previous episodes, y'all will know that um, happy plus substances equals possibility of fucking your life up. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just yeah. leave it at that. You know what I'm saying? But, um, but yeah, um, when I'm happy, you know what I'm saying? Like I can be, I can be the, the coolest fucking person that you've ever met. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm sure anybody else can probably relate to that too. You know what I'm saying? When you're at a level of happy, you know what I'm saying? You don't think about any negativity or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you're able to, you're able to be your better self when you're happy. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like when I'm happy, I can be my better self. Um, I can be my true self. You know what I'm saying? Being conversive or, you know what I'm saying? Um, Being productive. You know what I'm saying? Things of that nature. Now when I'm mad, uh, (laughs) now now see, the thing is, like, it's crazy because, like, I only really get mad when I'm in relationships, when I'm in certain relationships, I was, because I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I would have like a certain anger in all relationships that I've had, just certain ones, I guess ones that I've pretty much invested into for the most part, but I mean, it's, it's not aggressive, but <laughs> okay. For example, I, in this one relationship that I had, my, my favorite aunt had passed. God rest mm-hmm. her soul. I love you and miss you. Thank yeah. you. Um, think about you every single day. Um, my aunt, she had, she had passed away. And that following weekend, I had went up to visit. I went up to visit my uh, my girlfriend at the time um, at at a college that she was um, that she was at that she attended to. And um, you know that was a way to just kind of like you know get out of you know the funk of you know losing my favorite aunt, you know what I'm saying? Just to try to, you know, find some sort of happiness to be able to cope, you know, in that moment, you know what I'm saying? And uh, my best friend at the time, I guess he, he, uh, he was dealing with uh, one of the roomies or whatever. So he had access to within inside the house or whatever. And this nigga, I guess, I guess cooked her turkey burgers or some shit. And um, I know you laughing because you know the story, shit. But um, <laughs> um, yeah. Don't put me on Word got out. Word got out that you know what I'm saying the turkey burgers was gone. And needless to say, like this became a big issue of me confronting my best friend about the turkey burgers. I necessarily felt like I didn't feel like I needed to really confront him about it some turkey burgers. I felt like, you know what I'm saying, this could be really, you know, it could be avoided and I could just go buy you some more turkey burgers. Like, it ain't shit. I could buy you some more turkey burgers. But it became such a big fucking deal. I called him. 
And, you know what I'm saying, I didn't confront him the way that it was needed to be confronted. And then it became a big fucking problem for me. So I'm like, okay, squash all this shit. I just lost my aunt, bro. Like, what you mean? We about to we about to really like avoid what I'm going through over some turkey burgers. So needless to say, my duffel bag got the best of me because I kicked the shit out this duffel bag so hard to where like the lotion that was in my duffel bag exploded all over my clothes, and I had to wash my clothes and shit all over again. But um, but yeah, um, I'm. The thing is, like, I don't get that angry until, like, certain shit like that actually happens. Because, like, mm-hmm. I feel like you're you're pretty much, like, saying fuck everything I'm going through. And at that time, you was pretty much saying fuck my aunt <laughs> at that point. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I, I took that shit personal. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, it, it all, in a sense, depends. I know you, you try not to laugh. It, it's okay. You can laugh. <laughs> you can Listen, laugh. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> letting this not to cut you real quick, DC. I just want to let y'all know I'm not laughing at the situation. It's not funny that he lost his aunt. It's just the fact that poor lotion. <laughs> I know. That's why, that's why I said it's okay to laugh because, like, you know the story. So it's like it's okay to laugh. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's cool. But, no, like, you know, when it when it comes to as far as, like, you know, being, you know, being pointed out, my, my frustrations or when I'm mad type of thing, I don't think I've ever – I don't think I've ever, in a sense, been, you know, confronted about my anger, so okay. to speak. It was just more so of, like, it was more so of, like, a debate type of thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, trying to figure out, you know, pretty much trying to manipulate the situation as to why I shouldn't be mad, so to speak. But it's like, you can't yeah. win the argument over that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but, um, yeah. but yeah, that's that's kind of pretty much my take on it. Like I said, like, when I'm happy... You know what I'm saying? Sky's the limit. I'm able to, you know, be my better self and everything like that. But when I'm mad, you know what I'm saying? It, it takes a lot for me to get mad. Like, you know, I feel like with that scenario I just gave you, that's that's the limit right there as to how mad I can get. You know what I'm saying? Because you're basically, you know what I'm saying, just saying fuck whatever's going on with me in such a serious mm-hmm. matter for something yeah. that can be resolved as quick as 30 minutes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so, right. But well, yeah. I'm about to expose myself. You ain't going to be out here by yourself. So my thought process when I'm happy, I'm like you, skies is the limit. You know, I'm very motivated. I'm making people laugh. Shoot, if I got money, you about to get treated to a restaurant. You know, don't worry about the right. bill. Um, you know, like I'm just, I'm just happy, you know what I'm saying? Smoke my weed, don't have a care in the world, Okay. My thought process when I'm mad, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm going to take it back, like, before 2017, shit. Honestly, before 2019, when people started pointing my shit out, uh, my thought process when I was mad was I couldn't be happy for you if shit wasn't going right in my life. Um, You know, I would fake it and everything like that. Of course, I'm happy for you, but I would be beating myself up. Like, why can't you get to where they're at? I would start comparing myself because it was something that I was used to growing up. Um, you know, I would feel a certain type of way and I would, you know, just like start going into performance mode to get myself where I felt like I should be at. Um, in relationships, uh, I overgeneralize, you know, 
my boyfriend could probably cook for me and everything like that and probably spend time with me. But the moment I don't get something, oh, you never do this. I will forget every fucking thing. I black out and I just have tunnel vision of what you're not doing right. And, yes, that definitely got pointed out to me. Um, Let's see, what else? Uh, I project my insecurities and my frustrations onto my partner. Um, I used to look for the attack and things, but now I'm open, you know what I'm saying, to listening. Like, okay, yeah, tell me about myself because I had to go do some things to really t- get tough skin, you know, to where hearing the truth about myself doesn't bother me now. But um, my thought process now when I'm mad, uh, I still can overgeneralize. Um, I'm working on that. like, But, you know, it's, a, it's something that I fall into. I guilt trip when I don't get my way. And dog, like I play damage control where I point out certain things, like you know, that just doesn't seem right because in my head, I want you to have, I want us to be this perfect relationship, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I don't know, it's just like it makes the person feel like dog, I'm, I'm not doing enough, you know what I'm saying? So I'm working on that, because, and how I'm working on that is by reflecting on how that shit feels when it's done to me. But, yes, I've definitely had, you know, boyfriends point that out to me in arguments. They wouldn't hold back. Like, oh, you know what I'm saying? You act like the world revolves around you. You know, you overgeneralize. You forgot I did this for you. So, yeah. Um, trust me, I got my flaws. <laughs> but that goes into my next question. Um, do you think it's best to see the pattern of your mistakes in relationships when you are in one or single? Ooh, child, uh, you really going in, huh? Um, yes, I am. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it could be a little bit of both. You know what I'm saying? You can mm-hmm. always, you can always learn your your patterns and or your mistakes while in a relationship because, of course, they'll be kind of pointed out. It takes you to, mm-hmm. you know, basically take you know put your pride aside and actually really take their words and their you know their actions towards your actions and consideration. Um, mm-hmm. then at the same time, it's like when you're single and it all depends whether you kind of like follow up with that, with that ex or not, you know what I'm saying? Whether they're in a relationship or not, and you know, you can see, um, the, the betterness and the happiness that they're in now, you know what I'm saying? It'll kind of, you can kind of reflect on your relationship with that person to see, well, I wasn't doing that. So maybe that was a mistake that I, you know, that I didn't do this or do that. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. um, I know, I think for me personally, um, I think the mistakes that I made in all relationships in general is just not having um, a high level of security within myself. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I always went into every single relationship with some sort of insecurity, which is mm-hmm. which is kind of weak. Like I never really found an answer to that be, because it's like, you know, to to put my pride aside and considering that these, these women are exes at the time, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. every every chick that I've been with, you know what I'm saying, I consider them my type, you know what I'm saying? They were beautiful, you know what I'm saying? Most people may say that I got an exotic, you know, type, you know what I'm saying? Shout mm-hmm. out to Complex for that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I, I, go for, I go for the light-skinned chicks, you know what I'm saying? That's not, that's not, 
necessarily a personal preference, but you know, I'm saying it's just something that I just happen to go for. Um, but yeah, um, these these particular women that I happen to go for, for some reason, they all have in common that they have daddy issues, and I think with me as being a you know a people pleaser. You know what I'm saying? I always go into a relationship initially as, you know, trying to be that number one, you know, provider, you know what I'm saying, as far as emotion and, you know, physicality of it, you know, type of thing. You know what I'm saying? I always want to always want to start off with a good impression, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I want that good impression to last for a very long time, you know what I'm saying? So needless to say, I would be a tryhard, you know what I'm saying, in every relationship, I will I will give it my all, one hundred ten percent in every relationship. Right. And I think I think my I think my pattern with that is is simply just that. But I think the mistakes that I do have is that you know I I try a little too hard initially, you know, what I'm saying in relationships to where you know I guess it could eventually, you know, either scare a female or just kind of push them away completely because one can argue that a woman would feel like, you know, okay, you're just too damn good enough for me as a man. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really want that, <laughs> you know, so to speak, I don't know how or why that may be possible. You know what I'm saying? I, I guess one can argue that, you know, at the same time, you know, maybe that, that woman is just not ready for that type of man who is, solely committed and wanting to, you know, express full commitment and they can't hold up to that same level of the bargain. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, um, I feel like I feel like you can definitely you can definitely, you know, point out your mistakes in, in, in both aspects, whether you, you are in a relationship or or if you're single. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like I feel like it, it's <laughs> I feel like it, it fucks you up more when you're single because it's like the fact that you're single and you're not with that person no more is like, okay, you can't make up for those mistakes anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like your mm-hmm. chances of making up for those mistakes are long gone at that point. So I mean if okay. if it if it if it's more of a benefit if it's if it if it benefits you more, it would be more so for you to be able to um identify those mistakes while you're in a relationship to be able to correct those mistakes to, you know, help you know, aid that relationship if it's, you know, if it's in trouble. That part. Um, I definitely agree with you. I think that it is better to, I think it's better to um, focus on the patterns when you're outside of a relationship because, I don't know, I just feel like when you're in a situation, it's kind of hard to see um, where you're messing up at. Like, I know for me, um, when writing No Apologies, I really started noticing a lot of mistakes that I made. Like, wow, like, I moved too fast, you know. Like, I I know, like, some people will argue that, you know, sex is like an emotion. It just happens. You know, it's not something that you can plan. But, and then, you know, some people will say, like, oh, if you set a time limit, like, three months or six months, it's like, and they're going to still do what you want to do. But it's like, at the time, it's like, I didn't care. I felt like if it was something that I wanted, I wanted. But I just right. feel like having sex before really getting to see all sides of the person was, has always been my downfall. You know, having sex blurred my vision 
And it's like the dick was just too good, as, you know, me and Queen K say dick whip. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> you, it, 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 it prevents you from seeing the good in that person. And it definitely prevented me from seeing the good in the person. And, you know, like just dealing with the bare minimum and everything and, like, losing myself and, like, you know, um, doing all these grand gestures and putting 110% in, but feeling like I was only getting 50%, you know, um, that's another part that plays in me, like, you know, playing damage control because it's like I have my, my, I have my expectations so high in relationships and, you know what I'm saying, that shit would just always, you know, like when when it crashes, when your expectations crash, oh, it's a disappointment that you really can't shake. And over time, I became this person that lowered my expectations to like where I had little to none. And um, pretty much, it's like having low expectations just caused me to accept a lot of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And I play right. damage control. I I prepared myself. Like, you know, like, you know, guys ask me what I want for my birthday. You don't have to give me anything because it's like I just wasn't expecting it, you know? So it's like I think it's best to take time out of a relationship to really reflect on it. Like, where did I go wrong? You know what I'm saying? Where did they go wrong? Because I'm a person that I played victim before, and I never wanted to take accountability for any other bullshit that I was doing in relationships until I got into this last relationship. And I'm going to just rip a Band-Aid off. I'm single. You know, I'm single. Uh, I'm making this, like, conscious decision to be single right now because I realize it's a lot of shit that I still need to work on within myself. And... I was, like, really scared to admit that for a long time, and God was just like, okay, you know, this is your this is your platform. You know, I, how can I use you to live in your truth? You say you want other people to live in their truth, no matter how ugly it is, and you're scared to admit this. So, yes, Complex yeah. Angel is single. You know, I'm just focusing on myself because I realized, like, playing damage control, I wasn't present for my partner, you know what I'm saying, because I'm still focused on other people that have hurt me and playing damage control to make sure that I never get hurt again, it, it, it can be too stressful. You get what I'm saying? So I think that it is best to just really step back and reflect on some stuff because there were times where I was getting angry in this relationship and I'd be like, wait a minute, this has nothing to do with you. I'm seeing red and it's like, you know, you didn't even really do nothing. You know what I'm saying? But I'm thinking the worst because of what I've been through before. So yes. Um, so my last question is, do you think we take the time to reflect on past relationships? Like, I mean, really reflect, or do we suppress that shit, and why? Um, honestly, I don't think we reflect on it enough. I think I think a lot of us suppress it, you know what I'm saying, because, you know, we don't want to deal with the fact whether or not, you know, we were the problem in the relationship. Mm-hmm. You know That's what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I feel like, you know, it's that we do reflect on it, you know what I'm saying, to either one, prevent ourselves from being in the, you know, in another relationship with the same, you know, character, you know what I'm saying, or mm-hmm. being able to really mature and really, you know, analyze exactly how you were in a relationship with that person, you know what I'm saying, and learn from that and better yourself for, you know, your potential soulmate, you know what I'm saying, because... Yeah, the only person who's going to really be able to, or persons is only going to really be able to tell you if you were shit or not is yourself. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying, based on, based on your analysis or the person you are in a relationship with who has experienced you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I can say I've, I've, I have not been able to have that conversation with anybody that I've been in a relationship with to pretty much tell me whether or not I've been, you know, the toxic person. I mean, I guess you could say in a, in an argument, in an argument, maybe I have been, but you know what I'm saying? Who can really take that into consideration? You know what I'm saying? You might, that might calculate as that person, you know what I'm saying? Just speaking out of anger, you know what I'm saying? Which, you know, sometimes can necessarily be true is only just to hurt you. So, I mean, who can really take that into consideration to reflect upon that? You know what I'm saying? So when it comes down to it, like for me, like I had to really reflect myself and really, um, really be true to myself and actually tell myself the truth. And, you know, to really analyze, you know, my last serious relationship that I had, um, I took a long time to really analyze that, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And even with, you know, even with certain considerations where like, I felt like I was, you know, completely right about certain things. Mm-hmm. There was also some moments where I was completely in the wrong too, as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I'm mature and grown enough to be able to um, tell myself that, you know what I'm saying? Because my, my, my true serious relationship started uh, when I was, I want to say, like 21, 22, and it ended mm-hmm. around, it ended around uh, 2016 is when it ended. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, to be that was that was that was probably like a, a variation of maybe six to seven years or so. So to be able to have to reflect off of six or, six or seven years, you know what I'm saying? It takes a long time to be able to reflect off of six or seven years, you know what I'm saying, from start to finish. Right. And um, from what I got out of it, you know, honestly, you know, I wasn't perfect, you know what I'm saying? And when I say I wasn't perfect, it was because of, you know, the high insecurities that I had as a person, you know what I'm saying? And you know, there were certain actions upon my significant other that didn't help my insecurities. But at the same time, I I should have been more responsible to be able to say like, hey, you know, the fact that you did this, the fact that I did that, you know what I'm saying? Like this relationship is probably a little too toxic to repair and or manage, you know what I'm saying? So let's just either call it quits right right here and there and be friends you know, try to develop a, a strong friendship or, you know what I'm saying, just call it quits and just, you know, say our farewells from here. But mm-hmm. I think when we are in these relationships, you know what I'm saying, and we invested so much, whether it's, you know, um, the uh, the abundance of love and emotions, you know what I'm saying, we tend to try to make it work, you know what I'm saying, even when, even when the signs are clear that it shouldn't even be, period. You know what I'm saying? Like we still try to fight and make it work. You know what I'm saying? Try to try to make try to make the impossible possible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I feel like I feel like we do that in every single thing. You know what I'm saying? Not even in relationships. That's that that can apply to friendships as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, because we we definitely have toxic friendships. You know what I'm saying? We have to- toxic friendships out there where, you know. <laughs> Some of these motherfuckers just ain't got the best interest in you, you know what I'm saying? Or they may just have, you know, toxic lifestyles themselves. And, Mm. you know, 
you may you may catch a whiff of the fact that you know it may just be toxic for you as well. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't it doesn't really you know get too far into your doorstep, but you can just tell that you know what I'm saying the motherfucker's knocking like a Jehovah's Witness trying to get in, and it's like you know you 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 will tend to notice that you know the more you kind of like answer and or you know attend to their needs and realize how toxic it is and you you can tell that it's a reoccurrence that you know they're constantly just going through some shit and you can give the best advice that you can in the world and it's still mm-hmm. not clicking with them then it's just like okay you're just you you stuck in your ways you know what I'm saying there's no helping you there's no hard mm-hmm. feelings but it's like I'm elevating I'm on I'm on to something new and I'm on to something better and you know if if my positivity can't help you or, you know what I'm saying, the way I move can't help you, then I can't have you around trying to, you know, knock me down to your level, you know what I'm saying, because you don't want to see the growth within yourself or you don't want to see the inspiration within yourself, you know what I'm saying, so... Yeah, it can it can also it can it can play it can play in a variation of you know saying between relationships and friendships, but yeah, that's my take on it. Okay, so I definitely agree with you. I definitely think that we we don't take enough time to reflect on relationships. Um, it's easier to suppress because I know for me, I felt like the more I think about it, the more I'm giving that person power. Um, the more I think about it, it's hurting me. Um, you know, I was taught growing up in order to get over one, you got to get under another. So I would easily distract myself. But um, this past relationship that I just walked away from, you know, he really showed me that all men don't come put together. You know, I learned a lot from females about how a man is supposed to be strong, the provider and everything, but you don't stop to take accountability that men have broken backgrounds and men are still trying to bounce back from a lot of stuff. Men hold on to certain things that they couldn't talk to their mom about and they probably try to talk to another female about it and it's like, nigga, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're supposed to be strong. Like, what the fuck is you? Like, they would basically get their feelings invalidated and he shows me that, you know, I'm not all the way put well put together, but it's like he really did try to give me, you know what I'm saying, the best that he could. And, like, you know, he showed me that love is not supposed to be controlling because it's like I can be a very possessive person. I can monopolize a lot of your time. Like, he really helped me to see, like, okay, damn. Because, like, a lot of times I told you in other relationships, I refuse to take accountability for any fucking thing because it's like I felt like my grand gestures and my people-pleasing ways should overshadow that, you know what I'm saying? Okay, I got an attitude, but I just sat up there and I just cast you out. I got you this nice man bracelet. Like, I would really think like this back then. Okay, um, I got an attitude because you were too tired to have sex, but you should understand that I did this, so you should let that slide. I got called out on a lot of that shit. Mm. And, Mm. you know, um, he was a man that gave me pure honesty, pure honesty. You know, I said before that, you know, we had took a break because we had conversations about, you know, struggling with lust, um, you know, fears of commitment and everything, still trying to find ourselves. And it's like, I basically, instead of hearing him out, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I made it about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I looked at it from a selfish standpoint and not realizing, like, when you get into a marriage, 
you can't walk away. You know what I'm saying? You can't walk away from conversations like that. So it's like he helped me. You know, he gave me a safe space, you know what I'm saying, to really, like, we both learned a lot about each other. And, like, looking at that relationship is what's helping me to finally sit back and reflect on the past relationships that I refuse to give attention to because what I dealt with in those relationships is still affecting me today. You know, I was verbally abused about my weight, um, you know, from other guys. I was, uh, I, you know, the guy that was abusing me, when I moved on, it's like he still taunted me. He would send me pictures of his new bitch and say, oh, she looks better than you. You know, like, it still fucks with me. So it's like I, I'm still in this phase of, like, you know, I hear fears of commitment, and it's like, oh, you're just trying to waste my time and not even trying to hear, like, I'm trying to be honest with you before I make this. That's why I said, like, my anger would get so deep over something that was bare minimum, like, I'm trying to talk to you about it. So I basically said, let's step back and let's just be friends before we end up hating each other because, you know, you're yeah. you're you're definitely a good person, and I respect you for being honest because most niggas will lie. You know, I've had most niggas lie. So it's like I can't get mad at you for being honest, you know? But, True. Um, True. you know, like, I'm just really hoping that I don't suppress because, I like I said, certain things that you reflect back on, you know, and you really look at it from face value, it's like, damn, I was stupid. You know, you get into the phase of beating yourself up. So it's like, I don't want to get this shit energy. So I'm praying to God during this time that as I'm going through this reflection stage, you know, really tuning into myself, I don't get into the phase of beating myself up because you can easily. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, um, that's, that's my I want to I want I wanted to say real quick too. Um I do commend you for um being able to um to announce the fact that you know that you know you were once in a relationship that was you know that was going heavy. It was rocking well. It was Millie rocking in this bitch. And then you know what I'm saying? Um you know, you announced today that you're single. I I feel like a lot of people a lot of people are afraid to utter those words that I'm single. You know what I'm saying? Once they announce that they are in a relationship is because once you kind of, you know, put your relationship out in the public eye, you're terrified of the fact of, you know, being able to say that you're single. And it's it's not it's not a bad thing. It's really not. You know what I'm saying? Because we we go through this shit on a regular basis. You know what I'm saying? We fucking with somebody one day and we ain't fucking with them the next day. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's <laughs> be real. You know what I'm saying? Like, some, yeah. people, some people move fast in seven days versus a person who you know, versus people who would, you know, try to make a committed relationship work and it just fails, you know what I'm saying? Like you just, there's yeah. no, there's no time frame on when you can really understand and learn a person, you know what I'm saying? Like there's yeah. always something to do about your person, you know what I'm saying? That you, that you are with at the time, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the, the relationship that I was in for seven years, six, seven years, I didn't think that this shit would ever end because it went, because it went so long. You know what I'm saying? Mm, like the, close, the closest, yeah. the closest relationship, the closest relationship to that one lasted for three years, and I had a kid with that one. You know what I'm saying? So it's like mm-hmm. there's no variation between the two. You know what I'm saying? Because like with the one that I had a kid with, I thought we was gonna be together forever. You know what I'm saying? For that, mm-hmm. to that point, you know, what I'm saying? it was like okay, you're worth giving a child to. You know what I'm saying? Once that right. child came, boom, it exploded. You know what I'm saying? And then transitioning to the another one that went for six, seven years. You know what I'm saying? thinking that one was going to be promising as fuck, too, because it went longer than the ones that I gave a child to. <laughs> you right. feel me? Yeah. And then, you know, yeah. before that, boom, it was gone. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. just like you just never know. You know what I'm saying? So never be afraid to announce when you are happy with someone, whether it's for the moment or, you know what I'm saying, whether it's forever. Because at the same time, you yeah. just never know how long it's going to last. That part. And uh, before we segue, because you, what you just said resonated, like, um, it's, it's just really about, like, putting yourself first. Like, you can't really care about what people on social media are going to think. Because like DC said, one minute Absolutely. you rock with somebody, the next minute it changes. And that's what I'm learning, that, you know, I have to change my idea of because I think that, you know what I'm saying, a person is the one that person may have just been sent in my life to teach me a lesson, you know what I'm saying, to level me up for my soulmate, you know, and it's like, don't be afraid, you know what I'm saying, and it just felt, it felt really good to put myself first and say, you know what, I thought that I wanted this relationship, but there's some things that I'm still not past yet, and I need to get past it before, you know, this becomes toxic, and it's like, another thing, people, please, have good reasons for getting into a relationship. You know, don't get into a relationship thinking that a person's going to save you from your problems because every time they disappoint you, you're you're in a without even trying, you're going to like basically like guilt trip them for not, you know what I'm saying, for not protecting you and it's like I had to learn how can you have yeah. another person see you when you still don't see yourself. So, um yeah. Mm-hmm. But all right. That was a dope-ass segment. I commend you, D.C. I'm so proud of you tonight. You know I wasn't going to let you just rip Band-Aids off by yourself. Oh, <laughs> uh, so, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> let's get into the stimulate your mind question. Drop it, D.C. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, okay, it's my birthday, niggas. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> let's stimulate that mind cover. <laughs> All right, so the stimulation of my question this week is, can a person really look out for our best interests? Mm, I mean, sure they can. If they ain't toxic <laughs> within their damn selves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, people, people are highly capable of having your best interests. You know what I'm saying? If they if they are in tune with themselves and if they're happy with themselves and if their soul is happy and everything else, you know what I'm saying? If a person, a person can easily try to manipulate or, you know, sabotage anything that you're going through. If there's hatred for the path that you're going through, you know what I'm saying? As far as your path of success and, you know, things of that nature, because, yeah, Honestly, I I have not had anyone necessarily, you know, try to talk me into, you know, self-sabotaging or sabotaging, period. But Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't put it past it because, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we – I feel like we all recognize how, you know, people can have certain – uh, certain missions to ruin somebody's life, you know what I'm saying? And that can that can that can easily come with just gossiping, you know what I'm saying? Like a person yeah. that gossips a lot, you know what I'm saying, can quickly just go to the next person. Like, yeah, I heard this person did this, this, and that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they, you know, they messy. <laughs> they, like, nigga, you messy first of all for going and tell my motherfucking business. <laughs> Fuck you, me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, 
you know, people people have their wicked ways, you know what I'm saying? And I, I never understood and never will understand as to why, you know, when when a person sees something going good for somebody else, they tend to want to find a way to ruin that. I never understand it, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, by me being a part of the black community because I'm African-American, yes, pure black nigga, actually caramel, get it right, Um I find that in in our community to be very very fucking relatable. Like that shit is is so it's so normal to the point where it's sickening. Like I never understood as to why like you know we can't uplift and you know support you know our fellow black people to do better. Like I never understood mm-hmm. that, you know what I'm saying? Like there's always there's always one particular person, and you know what I'm saying? Like I'll, I'll take it as far as with social media, for example. Mm-hmm. I um I had announced one day um that I had uh that I had launched my uh my business or whatever. I got several hearts, several, several hearts. Hell, even some uh, mm. some care emojis, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, where you got, like, the likes, the care, the heart, and, you know, yeah. the thumbs down and et cetera and shit like that. I got I got numerous of hearts and cares. And then it was just, like, two particular people that just gave me a like. Now, I don't want to <laughs> feed too much off into that, but if, if those emojis were words, I would get offended as fuck because it's like <laughs> and, – and it's crazy because the people that gave it likes was people that know me. So it's like you know – when I say you know me, it's like you knew my struggle before I announced this clothing brand. You know what I'm saying? Therefore, you knew about um, me getting caught up with my DUIs and all that other type of shit. And you know what I'm saying? I was I was pretty much in the mud, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Spiritually, emotionally, financially, all of that. You know what I'm saying? Paying these courts all types of fucking money that I could put into a house to buy. That part. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you only gave it likes, you know what I'm saying, versus people that I don't even talk to. Mm. You know what I'm saying? People that I don't even talk to, but you gave but you gave it a like. I took that shit, I took that shit personally so bad because, it, like, at the same time, these are people that I talk to, you know what I'm saying? I talk to on a regular basis, of, you know what I'm saying, on the progression as to what I was going through at the time when I was at my low, you know what I'm saying? So when, mm-hmm. like, I reached a, when I reached a certain high, it was just like, oh, I'll just give it a like. It was like, what the fuck you mean? Like, nigga, you should be amongst these motherfuckers that gave it a heart plus a comment because you knew what I was going through. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, where's the validation of congratulations, my nigga? Like, you know what I'm saying? But... Well, no, I... Um, no, yeah, go ahead. No, I was... I mean, I, I was just going to say because I didn't, I didn't want you to lose it. Like, I, I should have gave, like, an example of what I meant, but I definitely understand where you're going from. I didn't want to cut you off, though, if you weren't done. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay. I'll, okay, when I came up with this question, because you know how, like, you've heard people say in life, um, don't believe, like, believe half of what you hear, um, none of what you see and everything I tell you or something like that, or, like, no one can tell you about me but me. Like, you know, like, always get information from the source, which is myself. So I just be wondering like okay when you hear people like you heard parents say i'm trying to look out for your best interest or make sure you have friends in life um who who wants your best interest i've always wondered like 
how can another person know what your best interest is if you don't know? Or how can they, they, you know what I'm saying, know without you telling them? You get what I'm saying? Like, I definitely agree with you, though. You can't come across people who will manipulate and, you know, like basically manipulate you to feel like you don't know what you want, you should do it this way. And that was the type of person that I was. I would go to people to get advice because I didn't, I didn't trust my own decision on making uh, choices in life. So I would go to people, and I remember this one girl, like, I was friends with her since she was 12 years old. I looked at her like an older sister. And I listened and let her think for me a lot of times, and I made a lot of fucked up decisions. I am not holding her fully accountable because she didn't put a gun to my head and make me do a lot of those, but I looked up to her. So, you know, I allowed myself to, like, you know what I'm saying, okay, do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is going to, you know, impress her. We get into this stage of people-pleasing and peer pressure, wanting to impress our friends. And, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like I was around somebody who did not have my best interest at heart, but I just always wanted to know, like, how is that possible? You know what I'm saying? Like, how can a person know what our best interest is if you're hanging around toxic people or you're hanging around people and you, you're, you're lost and you don't really know what, what 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 your spark is. Shout out to the movie. So you don't say you don't really Burp. know what your purpose <laughs> is and everything. No, yeah, so I, yeah, I, I yeah. I mean, I agree. yeah, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, I mean that 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 played in that played into what I was saying. You know what I'm saying? Because I I've had I've had certain people where you know what I'm saying I could start. Um, I had conversations with, you know what I'm saying about making you know. Like you know, having my own business and stuff like that, you know, and they try to have, they try to give me these scares about, you know, saying, oh, you know, it's gonna cost you a lot of money to do this, this and that, you know, what I'm saying, and you know, um, do you feel like you financially stable to be able to do that? And I was like, you know, fuck you, you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> like this, this is more, than, this is more than just, you know, um, building a brand just off of making money. Like this is, this is basically my life story, you know, what I'm saying, dynamic culture is my life story. You know what I'm saying? To be able to come from nothing to something, my nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I had already built, like, this whole, like, you know, this whole um, story behind this brand. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a nothing to something situation. You know what I'm saying? At, at When it came to 2016, when that shit hit, I, I went from nothing. You know what I'm saying? But spiritually and self, and, and you know, with self-love, I became something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It didn't have to. It didn't yeah. have to do with much and nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit. That shit came from from a spiritual aspect of things. You know what I'm saying? I came from nothing to something. Mm. No, I respect it. I definitely do. And 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 listening to it, now, I, I definitely get. I get what you're saying. Like so, basically, you're saying like a person really can't look out for your best interest if you're around somebody that's not happy for you. But I'm learning though. Like yeah. once you tune more into what makes you happy, you'll get around like-minded people that want to see you win. So, yeah, you're right. True. All right. Thank you True. for answering, DC. I appreciate you. Um, let's get into shout-outs and appreciation. All right. First and foremost, nigga, shout-out to my goddamn self. It's my birthday, bitch. Shout-out to you, nigga. <laughs> shout-out to DC, goddammit. Hit, hit uh, 16 times 2. Shit. 30, big 32. <laughs> shit. Um, uh, old wear. Shit. Black don't quack. <laughs> um, shout out to the self love is my rehab this has been a um, therapeutic experience for me you know what I'm saying every single Sunday at 7 make sure y'all tune in every single Sunday at 7 to tune in to me and Complex dropping some gems and you know what I'm saying just kicking it shooting shits and you know what I'm saying having a good time 
Um, shout mm-hmm. out to you, Complex, you know, because without you, this wouldn't be possible. Shout out to God, because without him, it wouldn't be no self-love is my rehab. There would be no Complex. There would be no DC. Shout out to Dynamic Culture Apparel. That's my baby. Do not play with it. Um, <laughs> if you want to stay followed up with any updates and anything like that, you know what I'm saying? Or if you just want to follow, if you want to fuck with the movement, you know what I'm saying? Follow it on um, Instagram at dynamic underscore culture underscore apparel. Or you can follow it on Facebook as well at Dynamic Culture Apparel. And shout out to my brothers and sisters, my kings and queens with positive vibes and positive energy. And shout out to my kings and queens with negative vibes and negative energy because y'all still kings and queens at the end of the day with y'all negative asses. We we love y'all <laughs> at the end of the day. We still waiting for y'all to catch up. Mustang. <laughs> Well, I'm going to say shout-out to you, D.C. Happy birthday. I'm so happy to have you as a co-host on here. Um, you know, it was brought to my attention the other day that we almost – well, not, not almost, but we basically working our way up to two years doing this podcast. I couldn't have picked a better co-host, you know, 16 times two and everything, but I just don't even want you to reflect on getting older. Just reflect on where your mentality is at now and just see the growth. Um, shout out to this podcast, Self Love is My Rehab. It is helping me to be more truthful. You know, I just realized that you got to practice what you preach more often, you know what I'm saying? Um, because people like <laughs> Kirk Franklin, Derek Jackson, <laughs> you know, they get back for lately. So, um, yeah, you know, shout out to this podcast. Shout out to Queens of Vibes and Visions. Shout out to No Apology that's at the platform for Self Love My Rehab and Queens for Vibes and Visions. Out of Darkness yeah. is coming June 7th. I am wrapping it up. And oh my God, I'm loving it. Um, you know, I got to do the editing part, but June 7th, it is coming out, and No Apology series will be done. On to bigger and better projects. Uh, and yeah, um, yeah, shout out to God because without getting to know Him, I would not have a close relationship with myself. Uh, he is really helping me, you know, a lot. And I see the growth in myself, you know, from the storms that I go through, how I bounce back. And I'm just so thankful, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to genuine people. And I love all of y'all, you know what I'm saying? The people that sees the dopeness in me. Shout out to UBC. Shout out to Queen K. Shout out to Ace to Face. I still love you, you know, even though we're friends now. Um, shout out to Jobs. You know, we don't even give him shout out enough, you know. Thank you for sorry. still. No, it's fine. Thank you for still giving us the opportunity <laughs> to just shed our light on your platform. You know, go follow him and my skin is my sin. Um, intellectual, petty radio, all that. Like, just tune in. He's a dope person. You know, you can also sure. find our our um you know our episodes on there as well. And yeah, all right. With that being said, DC, I'm gonna let you get into the what you know about that. Oh, shit. So, um, listen, what you know about this whole motherfucking Derek Jackson situation? Nah, this was our, this was our motherfucking love guru. You know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> I guess the ladies love guru to, 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 to say nothing the least, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, he was basically That's a motivation shame. for niggas to actually really get their shit together and, you know, really be tuned in with your gentleman side. You know what I'm saying? Like, really be like a true gentleman when it comes to relationships. But God damn it, this nigga done fucked up. He done fucked up. Oh, he done fucked up. So, this nigga basically, this nigga basically done cheated on his wife. 
and, oh, you know, shit. made it public and whatnot. Um, a lot of people, honestly, Loki, a lot of people didn't know that he was in a marriage. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, cause from, 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 uh, from a couple people that I've, um, that I've watched review, um, reviewed his, uh, the video or whatever. A lot of people were shocked that he was actually in a marriage. So from what it sounds like, this nigga didn't really, really, um, specify that he was actually in a relationship and or a marriage within itself. Um, and yeah, the alleged, uh, mistress was, you know, talking about, you know, how she was once pregnant at the time and, you know, so forth, you know, shit got really messy and she, she was interviewed by somebody. I don't know her name exactly. Forgive me for not um, knowing that, but, um, the mistress basically specified how, like, you know, every time he had, I wouldn't say probably not every time, but like, you know, like 90% of the time when he would like make his, his videos or whatnot, he would be in front of her house making these mm. videos. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, of course, like, you know, he um, he went public with a video with him and his wife or whatever, you know what I'm saying, stating an apology to the public, you know what I'm saying, while she's there. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, had some backlash with it, you know, especially with her for some reason. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't know why, but my take on it, you know what I'm saying, in a nutshell is that, it's a it's a it's a typical fuck up from a man. It is. It's a typical fuck up. But I'm honestly gonna hold him accountable for it because you once said in a relationship you shouldn't run from conversations and everything like that, so forth. And I feel like the fact that you specified that just for a relationship, the fact that he's in a marriage for I wanna say six plus years or something like that there should have been a moment in time to where you should have been able to consult with your wife to where you wasn't happy in the relationship and be able to determine whether it should continue or not. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of us feel the need to be able to fulfill our needs outside of our relationships and or marriages without consulting with the person that we're fucking, you know, going to bed with at night. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's in a sense, to me personally, is unacceptable. You know what I'm saying? I'm the type of person where, you know what I'm saying, like before I cheat, I need to be able to consult with you to make this relationship better, you know what I'm saying, to where cheating don't have to be a part of the equation. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm going to be with somebody else, it's going to be in regards to me not being with you anymore. But, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Um, from, from what I'm seeing on social media, the shit is, this shit is real messy, and after this, I feel like this nigga should not give no type of relationship advice, <laughs> none whatsoever. But uh, yeah, what's your take on it? Um, I will say that I think people don't always practice what they preach. I feel like people get into this pattern of what can I do to make to to get followers to get people to listen to me. I'm gonna tell them what they want to hear. You get what I'm saying? And I think in this case is what Derek Jackson did. I watched the video. I'm not going to really get too much into it, but I'm going to say to a lot of people that I follow on Facebook, y'all are messy, and y'all are very judgmental. (laughs) People was running with this and making all these memes. And and it's like, Stevie, how is your marriage? How is your relationship? Like, until you can expose yourself, you have no right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It was just crazy, but 
um, the girl did look embarrassed. Like, she didn't want to talk about it, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people say they feel like Derrick Jackson only did that apology so that he could keep his brand. I can definitely believe that, you know what I'm saying? Because this is what gives you money. He got, he got, I think he has a book. I think he has um, these conversation cards, you know, like, he he has a lot of followers. This is what gives him money. And I just feel like, right. you know, he was a person that just felt like, what can I say to get a lot of, you know, um, to get a lot of listeners, especially females, let's let's do what Stefan Speaks is doing. Let's do what Ace Metaphor is doing. You know what I'm saying? Basically right. telling women how a man should treat them. And I really don't try to get into the habit of reading all these books about what a man wants. Like, of course, I've read fucking nice books and single and stuff, but every man is not built the same. Every man is not wired the same. But, right. yeah, Derek Jackson, you know, you got to practice what you preach a little bit more. Like, no, we are not perfect. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like people out there, too, also, you can't hold somebody's words. You know, you can't hold, like, words hold weight, but you can't hold on to somebody's word. You can't um, like, you know, believe literally everything that someone says, you know what I'm saying? Because we don't always right. practice what we preach. What we just get into the pattern of saying something because it feels right. You know, like we say these words because it's going to make the next person feel good. Well, we don't believe a goddamn thing we're saying. It's just like right. um, advice. You know, we could tell somebody um, advice all day long, but we don't follow it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. Dan Jackson, you know, you got exposed. I'm so sorry, fan. Um, but they they trying to go after Russell Wilson next. You know, like, people, misery loves company. Yeah, people yeah. just like to expose people. That's my take on it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I mean, once you once you get into the public eye, you know what I'm saying, it's it's fair game at that point. They're going to either fucking make you or break you. You know what I'm saying? The, the Internet never loses. You know what I'm saying? And... Honestly, when it came down to that, you know what I'm saying, with Derek Jackson, I feel like it shouldn't have been publicized. You know what I'm saying? That should that should have that should have been something that should have been, you know, spoken and resolved amongst them too. Mm-hmm. And um at the same time, it's like, you know, when you're when you're using these when when you're when you're putting yourself out there you know what I'm saying, with your platform as this image to where, like, you're given such advice for, you know, for women to look out for a certain man. It, it's crazy because it's like the the men that you're telling these women to watch out for is the exact same man that you portrayed, that you are actually, you know what I'm saying, you're actually mm-hmm. that man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, at the same time, I agree with you said, you know what I'm saying, like, we are human, we do make mistakes, but we have to be we have to be more cautious as to the the decisions that we do make. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It, it it'd be different if he was like, you know, if if he if he if he made a video about it, which I doubt it because if if that was the case then, you know what I'm saying, this shit probably would have came up, you know, a lot quicker than it did. But if he would have made a video about like how certain men make mistakes and, you know, sometimes it's hard to fight the temptation of you know what I'm saying? Um, being fonded about another woman because you're having complications within your own relationship, then there will be a whole different story. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? That's some real shit. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes men or women have complications in their relationships and they feel like it's easier to have an affair than to 
to their significant other. And then there's sometimes where, you know, they may have these conversations and, you know what I'm saying, their their point doesn't get across. So then they go and have these affairs. But what they are missing at that point, at that particular, at that pinnacle of that, you know, of that, um, that confirmation, you should let go of that relationship if the point is not getting across at that point. You know what I'm saying? If if that if that's the case, there will never be no cheating. There will be no affairs. You know what I'm saying? If 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 you if you state your case, and that shit doesn't make a difference in your relationship, then you let it go before you jump into any other situation. Okay. Then there will be no cheating. There will be there will be no mistress. There will be no side nigga. There will be none of that. You know what I'm saying? Figure out whether or not it's a, either a yes or no that this relationship should continue. If it's a yes, then continue to rehabilitate that relationship. If it's a no, then hey, fuck it. We gonna call it quits mm-hmm. right here and there. I'm about to fuck with. I'm about to try to you know you know you know get my shit together. You know what I'm saying as a person. And then once I'm, you know, once I feel like I'm at a certain position to where I can involve someone else in my life, then yeah, I'm gonna do so. But this, this cheating right. and affair shit, like that shit needs to not exist. Like we need to normalize the fact that we need to be real in our relationships, and you know, figure out the yes and no answer to situations. You know what I'm saying? To where like cheating and affairs and shit don't even exist. You know what I'm saying? If I'm fucking with somebody else, then that means I've already broke up with you. And I'm on to better things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hate that whole cheating shit because, like, because the thing is, it's like, when when you're cheating, you're allowing that person to to stay stable with you and assuming that they're only with you while you're doing something else. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Let that person... Let that person go. Let them live their life and let them do what they want to do, whether it's, you know, whether it's making themselves happy or self-sabotaging themselves. Don't be a part of that toxic if it's toxic. I I feel like, um, if, if it's okay, I feel like, not not debating, but I just feel like people get into the pattern of not being able to walk away because they were always taught to stick it out. They were always shown growing up that you, you stick it out. You know what I'm saying? And oh, that's very that's true. And the person that's cheating is so stuck in their selfish ways that they think Very like, true. oh, she's going to always be there or he's going to always be there because, you know, women cheat too. You know, they think that the yeah, part, yeah. other person that's accepting it is going to always be there. And it's like, no, nah, when they walk away, it's like, damn, you know, like that's when you finally see the person. But you got you guys got to unlearn and relearn. And we, we have, it's a lot of stuff that we have to unlearn and relearn. Like, oh, my gosh. Yes. But, yeah, so yes, that's all I wanted to general. say cause but you got the flow for the dynamic quote. The dynamic culture quote. I said it right. She's going to get it together one day, y'all. She's going to get it together. But, uh, but yeah, this is the closed caption of the show tonight, y'all. Um, hopefully y'all enjoyed, you know what I'm saying? If there's anything, you know, that y'all can take out of this podcast episode and, you know, implement that into your life, hopefully y'all can do so. You know what I'm saying? That, that don't do nothing but, you know, put smiles on our faces to let us know that, you know, for the simple fact that we do this every single Sunday at seven, you know what I'm saying? The number's in the description. 
<laughs> every single fucking Sunday. Um, the fact that y'all could be able to take, you know, anything out of this and, you know, implement this to your life to make it better, you know what I'm saying? That puts a smile on our face. But, uh, but yeah, with that being said, the diamond coach, diamond, uh, shit. I didn't, God damn it. Fucking shit, see? It's my birthday. I can do what the fuck I want. Uh, the dynamic culture quote of tonight is <laughs> this one. This one for the ladies. You know what I'm saying? I felt like you know after the Derek Jackson thing, I felt like I needed to make this one for the ladies. And the dynamic culture quote for tonight is: "You are the type of woman someone should never let go of. You are the type of woman people regret losing. Nothing about you is ordinary. Choose someone who knows this. Never settle for less than less than you are." And, you know what I'm saying, I just wanted to make, I just wanted to shout out to the ladies that, you know, who are faithful, you know what I'm saying, who are sticking to, you know, their, you know, traditions of wanting to find someone genuine and who wants to find some longevity into a relationship, into a companion, you know what I'm saying, someone that they can call their husband one day, you know what I'm saying, someone that they can wake up to every single day that can put a smile on their face, and you know what I'm saying, and life worth living, you know what I'm saying, I know the whole single thing, you know, that can be that can be a different type of happiness, but you know what I'm saying, if you can find someone, you know what I'm saying, who can be very compatible to you and your happiness, you know what I'm saying, is a plus. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, ladies, make sure y'all choose someone, you know what I'm saying, who can really treat you like a queen. You know what I'm saying? And you can treat them like a king. You know what I'm saying? And there there can be such exchange of positive energy to where it seems like it's impossible to do. You know, it there is an existence of some happy love out there. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, it exists. You just got to be in tune with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Love yourself and understand your standards. You know what I'm saying? Not set them too high because you don't want to run every single nigga off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not every nigga out here is, you know, you know, worth putting through that type of trauma. I know there's times where we went through, you know, ex relationships and, you know, it pretty much made you who you are today. You know what I'm saying? But having relationships is, is a gamble. You know what I'm saying? Just as as the as the relationship goes by, just make sure that you pinpoint all of the positive things and all of the negative things and see which one outweighs the other and, you know, compromise, you know, and, and commit, you know. So shout out to y'all queens, you know what I'm saying? Y'all deserve it, you know what I'm saying? Even on my birthday, Aries gang all day, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We good guys too. <laughs> but uh, shout out to y'all queens, man. Y'all y'all deserve it, you know what I'm saying? Um I'm trying to speak that good shit. But no, nah, um, <laughs> nah, shout out to y'all ladies, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my queens. You know what I'm saying? Keep that crown high on your head. If it's tilted, you know what I'm saying? Rearrange that motherfucker to where it stands up high. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but at the end of the day, we love y'all. Peace and love. Peace and love. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.